on demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. You feel a little crazy doing it? Perfect. We want to know everything. It's Talk Me Out of It with Kramer and Jess. Yeah, you know that feeling, right? Fed up with something. You're on edge. You've got this idea, and you're not sure if it's crazy enough to work or we should talk you out of it. Well, that's exactly what we do, right? Yeah, so if you're going through a situation and you're kind of scared to decide what you want to do next, and maybe the idea is so crazy, crazy that it just might work, or maybe it's the worst idea ever, and Kramer and I and your neighbors need to talk you out of it. And we don't ever ask for your name. We always put you on the voice disguiser so you can remain anonymous. we got two people on hold right now. Actually, two really... Two good stories. I'm trying to figure out. I think we'll go with this one. All right. Hey, Anonymous, good morning. Good morning. How are you? We're good. Okay, so what's this idea? What's going through your head? Okay, this is my idea. I want my boyfriend's kids to call me mom. And if they don't start doing it, then I'm totally breaking up with him. Oh, wow. Why? Okay. <laughs> I, why? <laughs> well, Asa, tell us, where. what's the backstory here? I've been wanting to be a mom all my life. And I was married before, and that marriage was not right. Um, It didn't end well, and so we did not have kids. And so that is, like, top of my goal. I met this wonderful man um, about nine months ago, and things are just going so well. And he has two boys, which, you know, I've just come to love and adore. We're with them, like, for a whole week, every other week. We're just building a great family unit. And I want to, I want the, the respect and the love because I'm giving them all my mommy goodness. And I want to feel that, too. What, what, have you talked to your boyfriend about this? Like, what, what is, what's he think? Yeah, I'm, I, I've been talking to him about it. And he's a little conflicted. Why? Because, you know, they have a mom and he doesn't want it to, you know be weird and he said if they want to do it on their own then they'll just do it but i feel like that's something that he should support and encourage you know from them why do you why do you feel like you need to break up with him if if this doesn't happen on your timeline because if we're not building a family together and we're going to have our our own thing going on i don't i don't want to waste my time or his and i want to go and find someone who i can build that type of life with well why why can't you be have a a life and not be called mom because i want to be a mom and i'm doing all the mom duties i do everything for these kids so you're saying like it's like a, a point of a point of pride or something like like i just don't know yes. why the title's so important yeah versus... it's so important you know how sweet does it feel to be called mom or they need something and they call you and and they want you that's what i want i want that feeling and what's like what's the urgency with this like why why not just wait it out and see how it goes and because you know giving them the comfort to kind of come around and, and call you that at their own time if they want to because don't you think that would be more genuine if the boys kind of said it naturally versus having their dad tell them that that's what they need to call you I mean, to a certain degree, but my thing with him, why I want to, I will break up with him is because I don't feel like he supports it. He doesn't really understand why it's necessary for them to call me mom when, you know, they can just, you know, call me by my name and stuff. But I like, but I'm more to them than that. You know, they call you dad. He's like, well, that's because I am their dad. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm acting as their mom. So I want the same respect. Okay. All right. 
Uh, 410-583-1065. How this segment works, if you're new to it, is you start calling in now. Do we tell her to go for it? Sounds like a good idea. Or do we talk her out of it? I think we have to talk you out of it, Anonymous. I feel like your heart is in the right place, and I and I think that you're such an amazing human being for loving these boys like they're your own. But I feel like with situations like these, this isn't something that you can force. And I feel like if you want to continue to build the family that you really want, I feel like it has to be on their, on his son's time when they naturally want to call you that. I don't think there that's anything you can force. And I do. They, I think it's just kind of like when my parents were divorced and dating other people. Like it, I would have felt more. I probably it probably would have pushed me further away if either of my parents told me or tried to force a connection with someone that they were dating at that time. Now, when she says, "This is what I want." Mm-hmm. And I don't think any of us should have to sacrifice what we're looking for in a relationship. Because if she doesn't get this, it will probably drive her crazy for the rest of her life. Absolutely. But he doesn't want any more kids. So I'm never going to, if we continue to stay together, and he's talking about marriage and all that stuff. That's what I'm saying. We're building something together, but he doesn't want any more biological kids. Yeah. So that cuts me off. So that's why this is even more important. Yeah, because this is, I mean, if you're going to be with him, this is the last time to, to be called mom. That's what you want. So, okay, 410-583-1065. Anonymous says, I want to either be called mom by my boyfriend's kids. I'm sorry, how long have you guys been dating? Nine months. Nine months, or I've got to break up with him. Call us. Hey, Melissa from Bel Air. Good morning. Good morning. So what do you think? Do we tell her to go for it or do we talk talk her out of it? We talk her out of it. I was a stepmother for nine years. Mm-hmm. And I did what I did. First of all, I loved their father because I loved their father. And I'm assuming she loves this man. Mm-hmm. Also, I fell in love with the kids because I loved the kids. Yeah. I also was realistic knowing that I was never going to replace their mother. They had one. Mm-hmm. And they could call me whatever they wanted. I never asked for anything. I never pushed for anything. Because, again, realistically, I knew I was not their mother. Mm-hmm. I was I was someone they loved. And they could call me occasionally. It would slip out of their mouth. You know, after five years or so, six sure. years, it would slip out of their mouth. Hey, Ma, you know. And, and she's being unrealistic. And she's going to be a very lonely person if she continues to follow this path with every man she meets that has children. Now, she's saying, though, obviously, that, like, it's really important for her to have that for whatever reason, okay? Like, well, for it, whatever it, reason. It's not realistic. It's, it's okay. just not. She's not their mother. Okay. She's, All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Okay. Bye. 410-583-1065. Hey, Liz from Baltimore. Good morning. Good morning. So what do you think? Do we tell her to go for it or do we... Uh, do we talk her out of it? Well, let's tell her to go for it, break up with him, um, because uh, we need to do this uh, man a favor and get this woman out of his <laughs> life and out of those kids' lives. Okay. Because when you are a mother, any parent, not just a mother, it's not about you. Right. So if she's genuinely, you know, doing these things for these boys and loves them and everything, why does it matter if they call her mom or not? I have you know, three biological and I have a stepdaughter mm-hmm. and that's not saying I've ever forced on my stepdaughter. But, okay, so. y- yes, yes, yes. I'm 100% with you. And I think that Jess and I c- couldn't agree more. Yeah. Here's the only part where I am hung up on is because I feel like if a woman called in this show and said, mm-hmm. this is what I'm looking for in a relationship, Let's say she's like, I want, um, I, I want a guy that that, uh, that 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 sends me roses every Friday. That's really important to me. I think right. we would all sit here and we would say, 
Well, then you look for wait for that guy that sends you roses every Friday. Why? Why be? Why shorten? Why your, compromise? Why on compromise? That's important. It's important to you. to you. So, like, wouldn't this be the same situation of like, if this is that important, maybe you should bring it up because to her, being called mom is that important. Right, but at the end of the day, these kids were here before her. You can't force this man to talk his kids into calling you mom. Mm. That's just not natural. If you are, you know, yes, you want roses, you put that from the beginning, and he can do that for you, go for it. But when you are getting into a relationship with a person that has children already, it's not about, you know, that's not, that's not something you can compromise. We're, not t- we're talking kids, yeah. not roses. Exactly. No, and I think the difference exactly. is like, it's not, it's not the deal breaker for the, the boyfriend, but it's as far as the kids. You can't ask yeah. the kids to get you okay. roses. It's not their responsibility. No. Okay. It is not Valid. their kids. Valid. Okay. Yep. Thank you so much for calling us. Hello, Jade from Baltimore. Hi. Hi. So, I'm 12 and okay. I think, and I have a stepdad, and I think if my mom or stepdad forced me to call him dad before I was ready, I don't think we would have that good of a relationship now, mm-hmm. and we have a really good relationship. And I think she could offer it to the kids, saying, like, if you want, you can call me mom, but if you're not ready, don't. Jay, this do is you solid, ad- Jay, most solid advice right here. Do you call your stepdad dad now? Yeah, I call him dad now. Okay. And but he never asked you to, right? He never asked me to. He just offered like if you feel comfortable calling me dad, you can. And you yeah. did and you did when you wanted to. Yeah. Jay, this is very important for us to hear today. Thank you so much for calling Thank us. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But she also shouldn't break up with um her boyfriend. Yeah. If the kids aren't ready to call her mom yet. Okay. Solid advice from a twelve year old. Jay, you're the best. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. 410-583-1065. Hey, Wendy, good morning. Good morning. Do we talk her out of this or should she go for it? It's important to her. Um, It is not about her. She needs, he needs to run for the hills because she, this is not about her. They've only been together nine months. Um, It is about the boys and their father and just, being there um, as his girlfriend doing mom things does not make her a mother. You know, even if the mom, like, the mom is somewhere, whether she passed away or whether they're estranged. No, she's, you know, no, she's still in their lives. They, they have split custody. Yeah. Oh, my God. Then definitely not, because I missed the very beginning of it. Yeah, and no, that, they, they have split custody I, in the situation. I, if my, if some woman tried to force my kids to call her mom, oh, my God, I'd, I'd cut her. <laughs> <laughs> That is not something you force upon children. Oh my god! So yeah. what, what you're saying is we should we should talk her out of it. Is that that, that where we're going? Oh my here? god! One hundred percent. That is a huge red flag for him. He needs to run for the hills. Mm. She's too controlling. Thank you for calling. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey, anonymous. Ow. Does any of does any of this change your mind or your thinking of one way or the other of what you want to do? I mean, it's a lot to. Consider, yeah, you know, but yeah. I feel very strong about you know how I feel. Yeah, it's so important to me, mm-hmm. and I'm getting older, and you know, the window is closing every day of my opportunity for this, and you know, I just don't want to continue. It's already been nine months; we're about to be at a year, yeah. and we're ta- you know, we're already living together, you know, and I just. Before we take the next step, I just want to make sure that, you know, it's going to be a situation that I 
can be happy and mm-hmm. forever. Sure. Okay, well, with this segment, I don't know if you've heard it before. What we do is we always say, listen, we want to hear how this turned out. So either way, can you call us back on Monday? We don't want to get your name or your phone number or anything. So we just rely on you to call us back. And it's up to you, yeah, if you would like to share with us. But we definitely want to know, would like to know what you end up deciding on yeah. doing. And if you don't, by the way, what we always say with this segment is if we don't hear back from you, as long as you agree to call us back now, if we don't hear back from you, we always have to assume the absolute worst thing happened in this situation. So oh, no. <laughs> can we uh, can we talk to you again? Will you call us back Monday at like 820 and we'll get the uh, the update? Yes. Okay, that's the plan then. All right, that's Talk Me Out of It for this week, and we'll get the update on Monday. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. All right, one more sleep. You want to chant it? Here we go. One more sleep. One more sleep. One more sleep. We celebrate Thursdays because it's like one more, man. We can do it. Six o'clock club. You know the pain, too. You know what it feels like to be awake. You can see it. You can see it. You're so close to it. I'm saying, like, you know this time tomorrow, it's a totally different vibe. Mm -hmm. 24 hours. We can do it. Six o'clock club. Is anybody in Maryland that's awake? We just want to say good morning to you. See how you're feeling, how your night was, any news you need to share with a group. 410-583-1065. Veronica, good morning. Trey the Trucker, good morning. Jim at USCG. Lori is here. Mama S, Jess R, and Rob P from Westminster. Jess in Aberdeen. Beautiful Beverly. LG the Sassy Scientist. Stephanie in Nottingham, good morning. Graham and Brooks' grandma, hello. Sarah and Sue, good morning. Stephanie Lynn, Hope Adope is here. Josie and PA. Good morning, Terrence. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. Uh, Miss Crystal, our Baltimore pharmacy tech. Good morning, Christine. Hello. Mr. W is here. Lauren, our respiratory therapist. Annabelle and her mommy from Haver to Grace. Good morning. Deputy Chief uh, 402 from the Eastern Shore. Hello, Lisa. Sherry from Severn. Losa Mill Nurse. WB. Adrian D. Rod, the crew chief, is here. Cowboy, good morning. And Francesca, our nurse from Johns Hopkins. Good morning. We love nothing more than newcomers. So if you're sitting there in the car right now, like, yeah, I want to hear my name shouted out. Yeah. This is easy as texting us. 410-583-1065. We'll get you on the roster for today. I have such an empty feeling in my heart this morning. And I don't know if this ever happened to you, but did you ever like watch a show and you fall in love and then another season comes out and it's nowhere near as good as the first season? Or I think you feel the same way about a movie. Like you fall in love with a franchise. Or no, I think the worst is like when they try to come back like 10 years later Ugh. and they're it's not it's even... It's not the same. Yeah, that's how I felt about Gilmore Girls when they did like the... Reunion it, thing? The reunion thing. You know, it just wasn't what it was supposed to be. I still, lo- I still like appreciate it, but I was like, man. I think especially when you put so much time and dedication to it. I just finished the second season season of The Righteous Gemstones on HBO Max. I love it. It's got um, Danny McBride's in it, John Goodman. Who's the guy from Pitch Perfect? You know what I'm talking about? The goofy guy. The comedian? Yeah. Uh, Adam? Adam Devine. Mm-hmm. In He's it as well. Married, yeah. Super funny. Season one was one of my favorite shows on TV. And I just finished the second season. It's not great. Mm-hmm. It's not great. Kind of left me with that blech feeling. You, especially with shows, I feel like cause you invest so many weeks of your life into it. And then you're just kind of like, meh. Same thing happened. I got the same feeling with Full House reboot when they tried to do the Fuller House. Mm-hmm. And like the nostalgia was going to be like, was like just pumped up to see the reunion. Yeah. I'm not excited about it. Yeah. I'm kind of scared. Have you watched um, 
Bel Air yet? The new Fresh Prince show? No. On Peacock? I'm scared to watch it, man. I'm steering clear for a minute. I want the hype to, to settle down before I give it a chance. If you can think of a series, too, that like... But it's different, though. It's not... It's, it's completely nothing. different, I know. Like, but but you know? the expectation is Fresh Prince. If you got something like that you want to talk about, 410-583-1065. Now. Now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. Number three. March is National Women's History Month, so every morning we're taking a moment to look at the way women have made the world a better place. And it was today in 1913 that the Women's Suffrage Parade took place in Washington, D.C. Over 8,000 women gathered to demand a constitutional amendment guaranteeing the right to vote, organized by suffragist Alice Paul for the National American Women's Suffrage Association. This ultimately resulted in Congress giving women the right to vote through the 19th Amendment on June 4th, 1919. And seven years after the Women's Suffrage Parade took place, the amendment was officially ratified on August 18th of 1920. Isn't it crazy to think about that there's people living, probably some in Maryland right now, that didn't have the right to vote when they were born? Mm-hmm. Like 99.9% of us listening right now 100% you you were just you were born into this life where you as a woman could vote but not like your grandma your grandma probably didn't have that right. Right. Like my grandma was born in 1929 so she did but her mom didn't. Mm-hmm. You know that was probably the most outrageous seeming idea women can vote but now to us it just seems like and I think what's so special being on the east coast I mean so much history has taken place here you yeah. know and you're a part of it. Yeah. Number two. Hartford County Parks and Recreation is partnering with Leveling the Playing Field on a sports equipment donation drive that will run throughout the month of March. So people can donate gently used sports equipment and protective padding for kids. All sports donations are welcome, but at this time of year, baseball gloves for kids in middle school and high school are the most helpful items. Donations can be made at collection boxes at Harford County's recreation centers, and a permanent drop box will be available beginning March 9th at the Cedar Lane Regional Park in Bel Air. All of the donated items will be taken to the level, the playing fields warehouse in Baltimore, where Harford County organizations serving low-income kids can pick out what they need. And you can see the complete list of drop-off locations at HarfordCountyMD.gov, and I'll post that link on our Facebook and our Instagram story in just a few minutes, and you can search at Kramer and Jess. Number one. Melinda Gates is finally opening up for the first time about her divorce from Bill Gates. In a preview for her upcoming CBS Mornings interview, Melinda speaks about the affair Bill had with the staffer 20 years ago, why they split, and she's also opening up about her grieving process. Take a listen. I had a lot of tears for many days. I mean, days where I'm literally laying on the floor in the carpet thinking, how can this be? How can I get up? I mean, this is painful stuff. And at the end of the day, though, I started on this journey of healing, and I feel like I'm starting to get to the other side. I had a lot of tears for many days. I mean, days where I'm literally laying on the floor in the carpet thinking how can this be how can I get up and at the end of the day though I started on this journey of healing and I feel like I'm starting to get to the other side Melinda Gates's first post-divorce interview airs on today's CBS mornings uh, at 7 a.m. so it's coming up yeah I can't believe she's talking about it so soon to be honest with you I even had a hard time talking about my divorce. It was nowhere near as big as, you know. Honestly, I'm, I'm proud of her because it's like, at least with her, all this stuff is going on around you. Yeah. So I think for her, she's like, I'm not going to let, you know, the news or media 
kind of make up whatever perception you think of what's sure. going on. So I'm proud of her for kind of taking the power into her own hands on the story she wants to share. This is Jess, and that's your top three. How do you feel about never telling your kids no ever again? Like, as a parent, how does that sit with you? Just that that idea. There's a mom that's really popular on TikTok. Her name is Kelly. That has this new theory called gentle parenting. Okay. Which is, in her theory. Which has been trending on TikTok a lot. People posting videos about that concept. Are you seeing this? Yeah. yeah. It's basically about never, not really being aggressive with your kid at all anymore, but instead giving them other phrases that still get the job done, but just in a much nicer way. Okay. So her main thing is like, don't tell your kids no, and don't tell them to get down. Let's say you've got a toddler or, you know, a little kid that's climbing on furniture or up on a banister or something. You wouldn't say, no, 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 get down. That, that's awful. Here is more of her take on what you should do as a parent. You could try things like this. Feet on the floor, please. It just makes a more positive spin on, like, getting down from someone. Or you can try this. How are you going to get down from that? See what I'm saying? So, Feet get your on ass. the floor, please, instead of just saying get no. Get your ass off that, yeah, that, whatever, you know? So another couple of phrases. How are you going to get down from there? Like she said, if your kid still won't come down, you either can say, either put your feet on the floor or mommy can help you. Which one would you like? So you're not. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> you're no. not offering up <laughs> aggression. You're offering solutions and just letting them pick. Uh-huh. So some parents have challenged it. They're like, well, my kid's climbing all the time. Like I think most toddlers are, right? So she says that you can invest in something made specifically for them to climb safely. So don't tell them not to climb. You can have all these kind of devices they have mats you can put on the floor if your kids are going to climb so they can continue to climb, mm-hmm. but you're not limiting them. It's called redirection. So you said uh, redirection is absolutely the case, uh, the absolute key here. That way, you're not stopping them from doing things that they clearly love to do, uh, but you're just redirecting them and telling them where they can do it in a safe environment. Mm-hmm. Now, we're not parents, right? Jess doesn't have kids. I don't have kids. No. That's not how my parents parented. I'm the oldest of nine. It was nine years before anyone in my family started having kids. So I've definitely been through. I have a lot of cousins, a lot of nieces and nephews. So I have been observing for the past 28 years of my life. Like Abby, you know, your niece or Maya. She's five. Maya is six. Six now? Uh Uh-huh. Abby Abby turns 10 tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. Uh, So, I mean, do you feel like that'd be a more effective way to get kids to do what you want them to do is just, instead of being like, nah, aggressive, it's just, hey, how about you do this instead? I don't think aggression should be removed completely. I think there, I think there's a time and a place. I think that sometimes aggression is unnecessary, but I feel like removing it completely and like removing the word no with some sort of like sternness yeah. and, and, you know, cause parent, I feel like, cause Cause then, cause parent is not the friend. Parent still has to be the parent. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there does have to be some sort of separation there with comes with authority. And right. it can't always be like, which one would you prefer? It needs to be like, I'm mom. I said no and get down. I wonder though, cause I feel like most of our parents, most of us are thirties, forties, somewhere in there. And I feel like most of our parents raised us pretty, I mean, my dad was super firm with me, right? Like there was just, it was no nonsense. It was my dad's way or the highway and that was it. But I almost wonder what it, my life would be like if I was given options to make the right decisions versus being told what to do. No, totally. That's what I'm saying. There has to be a better balance because I had issues making my own decisions because I felt like I always needed permission to because there was somebody. no room, yeah. you know, but then I felt like 
that authority was that the majority of that authority was removed from my sister. And so there's a big difference on how I respond to things and my sister responds to things. The new parental term today, gentle parenting. It is time for Throwback Thursday. Thank you, Jessica. Uh, this <laughs> this is as simple as us looking back at the number one songs in Maryland in previous years, and then we'll take you to a moment in pop culture that happened this week. Mm. The number one song in Maryland back in 2016 today, which is July, I mean, not July, it's freaking March. March 3rd. March 3rd mm-hmm. is uh, Justin Bieber and Love Yourself. Because if you like the way yeah. you look that much, oh baby, you should go and love yourself. My guy. This song was so big, but I feel like it... I don't think about that often anymore. Like, if you ask me Justin Bieber's top five biggest songs, I just, even though it's massive and I love it, I don't, it doesn't come to mind at first. <sighs> this is a good time for JB. Came back. Yeah, I did. haircut. Yeah. Look, man, it was fantastic. Look clean. We loved him again. It was again. a good time. Okay, I had to do some research double-check this fact. The number one song in Maryland in 2013 was Bauer and the Harlem Shake. Con los terroristas. Which also happened to be a very big viral sensation, uh. but it was and it only lasted number one for like two weeks. But because the viral sensation, remember, like everyone was like calm, and then they like freak out. Yeah. This song was in a lot of commercials. Twenty thirteen. This is the number one song in Maryland. Two thousand seven. Justin Timberlake had the number one spot with "What Goes Around Comes Around." Oh, the video with Scarlett Johansson. This whole double album. This is the one we did. Yeah, this was... Yeah. So good. Like, Justin Timberlake owned 20... 2006, 2007. He was, like, our guy. It's a good album. We, we were like, he'll never do us wrong. He'll always be an upstanding gentleman in our minds. He was doing us wrong right here, right there. That's true. We didn't care. It was it was too much of a bop. We didn't care. <laughs> All right. Now we're going to go back way many years, back in the 80s. This week in 1986, Pretty in Pink <gasps> hit the theaters. Oh, my. Yes. I'm guessing you're a fan, Jess. Yes. Okay. In case you don't know Pretty in Pink. Give it to me, Molly Ringwald. What they're saying is this actually was one of the most important rom-coms in the history of movies. Really? And it kind of set the precedent of how things need to go. And if it wasn't for this movies, rom-coms could have gone completely different. Now, if you don't remember Pretty in Pink or you've never seen it before, there's these two guys that Andy falls in love with. Mm-hmm. There's Blaine, who is like the rich jerk. And then there's like the nerdy friend, Ducky, right? Does she fall in love with Ducky, though? Okay, so depends on which version you saw. And the original script... As it was originally shot, Andy and Ducky end up together. Oh, yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Main, the main character falls for her nerdy best friend, mm-hmm. who is right under her nose the whole entire time. Obsessed with her. They test this version of it. Bomb. Yeah. Test audiences hated the fact those two ended up together. So they actually went back. They reshot the ending of Pretty and Pink. With Blaine. Where Andy and Blaine end up together. Mm-hmm. Ducky does get a consolidation prize. A smile from Christy Swanson at the prom. But... It's, you're kind of hard-pressed to think now of a lead character winding up with a nerdy best friend. Audiences hate it. Audiences, what they realized after Pretty in Pink came out, want the true romance story, almost like the fantasy of this like super attractive, can somewhat be a jerk, but becomes refined throughout the course of time. Mm-hmm. Think of Beauty and the Beast. Another great example, right? We don't want to end up with the beast, but he changes. And then we want them to end up together, and they're, they're happy. He's not a beast anymore. 
But if it wasn't for Pretty in Pink and them realizing this, rom-coms may always ended up where the nerdy best friend always gets the girl. Which I honestly would have been a whole lot better for nerdy guys like me, but it's always the handsome guys that get them. There is your throwback Thursday. So I'm going to utter a phrase that I probably will never say again in the history of this show, which is, Wheel of Fortune is trending in Maryland today. And if you're like, wait, that's the show, right, that my grandma watches? Yeah, it is. So why in the world could this be a national trend for Wheel of Fortune? It's because the, this guess that this woman gave was so bad that the internet is like going and giving her hell. Aww. It's so bad, Jess, that Pat Sajak, the host, had to send a tweet out last night telling everyone to leave the woman alone. Well, yeah. Okay, that's like, mean. Like, how could this have gone so wrong? Now, before we start judging, I'm actually going to send Jess the exact same puzzle because I want to see if she can solve it. Her name is uh, Laura Machado, mm-hmm. and she was up at the final round, and she is given a one, two, three, four, five-word phrase that she has to solve. Mm-hmm. It's another feather, blank, and the third, fourth word looks like your, and then... Blank. Blank, yeah. And so she went in trying to solve this, and it took her, was it eight rounds to get through this one? I think it was eight rounds to actually solve this um, this one. Josh Gad, actually, he plays the voice of Olaf, actually is one of the celebrities that hopped on the hate train, uh-huh. being like, this is so friggin' obvious. Why did this woman not get this? Mm-hmm. Jess, can you solve this? If you look at this puzzle, mm-hmm. do you know what the answer is? My guess would be... Another feather on your fan. <laughs> what? Another feather on your fan. I mean, I don't know. I'm assuming. I don't know. What if like that's because I'm like, I'm thinking of you like. You swear the, to God that's your answer. I'm thinking of like, you know, like the, the fans with the feathers on them, like the fancy ones. That's what I think. <laughs> okay. Let me take you back to Tuesday night's episode of, um. Uh, of Wheel of Fortune, then, because that's that's not correct, by the way, Jess. Another feather in your hat. Another feather in your lap. No. Another feather in your map. <laughs> another feather in your cap. Yeah, there you go. It's another feather in your cap, which is a very popular phrase, by the way. I've literally <laughs> never heard that phrase in my life, Wait. and everyone's going in on this girl just because she doesn't recognize that. Wait, what'd you say it was again? Another feather on your... On your fan? On your fan. <laughs> what is this phrase? From what? you never heard another feather? No, I've never heard cap. that phrase in my life. Everyone leave her alone. Joseph, good morning. Jess, a feather in your... First of all, I thought it was a feather in your hat, but yeah. it is... It is feather in your cap. Y'all I mean, talk about y'all. You guys are acting like you wear feathers on the daily and you even have a feather in your life no, at this point. Not, I've never, I, ever, ever I heard that phrase that. in my it, life. I would have accepted hat, Joseph. So, so Jess, it's a very old phrase. You gotta think like... Thank you. Like, like, you Keyword old. Okay. <laughs> you ever seen like Robin Hood, uh, a man in tights? Yes. It's, it's, it's been a while. I mean, that the only references I have, I have the, the Disney movie in mind, which I haven't seen in forever. Okay, for everyone that doesn't know, let me break this down, because I think everyone knows the phrase, but in case you don't know, it, the, the exact definition, according to Merriam-Webster, is an achievement or honor that someone can be proud of. The promotion was a feather in his cap. 
Oh, someone so, said it's from Yankee Doodle, stuck a feather in And his cap and called it macaroni. Also makes no sense to me, but uh, but yeah, the, the phrase is extremely popular. I, I think Jess is the only person in Maryland that's never heard that phrase before. I'm not. There's text coming in saying that they've never heard that before in their life, by the way. But Josie, you've heard of this, right? I'm sure there's others, but it's probably an age thing as well. I, I, anyone anyone at this age should know that phrase. Anyone I should know I don't think it. so. Here's, uh, here's it from Wheel of Fortune the other night. Another feather... In your hat. Another feather in your lap. Another feather in your map. (laughs) Another feather on your fan? Like, that was really your answer? Who's on two? Who do we have, Jess? Who was this? Do we know names? I can't hear you for some reason. On two is Edward from Baltimore. Edward, you've heard of the phrase before, right? Another feather in the cap. Yes, I have. Thank you very much. Do you feel like Jess is the only person that would not have heard of this, her and the woman on Wheel of Fortune? But, to be fair, like the guy said before, it is an age thing mm-hmm. or it could be a place thing. My, oh, my family okay. comes oh. from the South. Mm, okay, okay, yeah. Kramer, you're from Georgia. I am from Stockton, California. Okay. So, so- if somebody's from the South, my wife will say, I am fixing to do something okay when she said that to me i asked what spoke and she explained to me what it means so it could it could be lost no this is y'all this okay nobody can say they've never heard of like yankee doodle that's probably the most popular use of it no i have a text right here i'm 51 years old have never heard that saying in my life another text i'm 43 years old have never heard that (laughs) phrase in my life another text i'm 32 years old have never heard that phrase in my life i have receipts right here and you're ridiculous who's on three um this is ryan hey ryan good morning ryan you you know the phrase Another feather in the cap. Yes. Thank you. Do you feel like Jess is sounding a little like out in outer a space over what? here for not knowing this? Well, I don't think she's ever watched the show, probably, because you couldn't even come up with fan because the F is in feather and the N is in N. Yeah. Oh, see, exactly. So I don't even know the that, concept of Wheel of Fortune because I've never watched it. So, it so I don't even know any of these rules. It doesn't matter. Any, you should have seen that phrase. No. And known it. Absolutely not. Team Laura, thank you. I got you, girl. Now I'm genuinely curious how many people's families bribe them (laughs) when they feel like you are not up to their speed in your life. And Jess just, Jess just came in with a story this morning, and I'm like, wait a minute. This is possibly a thing. What happened? I think my Nana is trying to bribe me with money to get married sooner. So what's happening? I was on the phone with her yesterday when I was at the store, and she asked me, you know, Miham, when are you guys getting married? Usual stuff. In case you don't know, Jess has been with her boyfriend, Garage Boy, now for a little over two years. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, like, talking to her. And she's like, you know, I just, just so you know, I don't want money to hold you back because I and your Tata would all come together to make sure that you could have a wedding. And I was like, that's, what, what are you talking about here? Basically, like, I, listen, listen, 
It was money you're worried about. I got you. Yeah, like low-key pretty much bribing me you, with helping pay for my... She's like mentioning herself, my Tata, my mom, and then my and then I hear my Tata in the background like... That's you your know, granddad? Yeah, my, my grandpa. He's like, you know, there's, there's stores and they have discounts on dresses and stuff and, and we could go shopping. And I'm like, <laughs> what is happening right now? Do you think in their mind you should already be engaged or getting married because you've been with a garage boy for two years? Totally. I mean, yes, yeah. absolutely. But I also think my family just wants me to be married. I feel like everyone just wants a wedding. Like the like obviously the person who it who I'm with matters and, and they care about who that is, but I feel like my family alone just really wants a wedding. Yeah. For them to go celebrate. You know what a I big mean? party. Yeah. Right? I'm I've been feeling that energy lately. I want to see if this is common. 410-583-1065. Did your family ever bribe you? to do some major life milestones. Never bribe you to do some major life milestones. Because the second that Jess told me this, I was like, wait a minute, the exact same thing happened to me when after I got married and my ex-wife and I had been probably three years and my father-in-law came to me. He's like, listen, I, I don't know like what the holdup is with kids. Because my <laughs> wife, ex-wife and I, we never had kids together. Uh-huh. And they really wanted grandbabies mm-hmm. so bad. And so he's like, hey, listen, like... I need you to know, like, college, if you're worried about paying for college, don't even worry about it. I'll write you a check today for $20,000 that you can just have in your bank so you don't have to worry about it. Pay like, you are you for a grandchild. Are you bribing me, basically, yeah. to, yeah. like, to get this done? Is this common or is this just me and Jess? Has your family come to you before and, like, hey, listen, all right, if you just go to this next milestone, then we're going to handle it for you. 410 583 1065. Jess thinks that her grandma just basically tried to bribe her last night to get married. Yeah, my nana basically bribed me with money for a future wedding if I can just speed <laughs> up my marital process for her. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, I told a story. My, my father-in-law did the same thing. They really wanted grandkids. So he said, I'll write you a check for $20,000 right now so you don't have to worry about college if you guys would just have a baby. You'll just get pregnant right now. I'm like, what? Is this a thing? Like, did you get a parental bribe as well? 410-583-1065. I think it'd be fun to do is like hear the bribe and then we want to try to guess did you take it or not. Hey, Kristen from Glen Burnie. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. We're talking about family bribes. Like when your family wants you to be at a certain milestone, you're not quite at yet. And uh, listen, we'll take care of it. What's? Did you have one? Yes, I did. So it wasn't with money per se. Yeah. But my sister did not like my now Mm -hmm. ex-boyfriend. She clearly saw things before I did. (laughs) Um, And for about a year, two years, she said, I'm living in this new house. It has a super big basement. You can come move in with us. Just means not my boyfriend. So she's bribing me with her house, with helping me get a rental truck and moving in with her. Yeah. for quite some time, so to get you to break up with him, basically, it's, like come here, come we'll live with me, rent free in this nice no home. Don't worry about it. No Move issues. Yeah. We'll get it done. And in hindsight, that was probably a good offer you should have taken. But did you take it? I did. After oh, you did. About, uh, about uh, two years later, I said, "Hey, so it was a random Wednesday," and I said, "Does that offer still stand about moving into your basement?" And she said, "Yup. When do you want me to come get you?" That's a very nice, that's a long-standing offer. Two years, that was a good good one. Okay, so it happens. uh, Thank you for calling us. Appreciate it. Yeah. 410-583-1065.
Hey, Nair from Baltimore, good morning. Good morning. We're talking about these parental bribes. Um, <laughs> you, you've had one as well? Yes, I did. What um, happened? So, so, what happened was, so right after high school, my parents bribed me, well, not just me, also my siblings, um, to go to college in the Philippines so they can pay for all of it. So, once you graduate, we don't have any loans to pay sure, for. Sure, yeah. yeah. So what was? Uh, so they said, but I'm sorry. Yeah. So what was the bribe? So so what was the what they what they so want the you to do? So the bribe was so the bribe was to pay for all of our tuition fees, and then once we graduated college, we give them our diploma and we get a brand new car. Wow. If you don't go to the Philippines, or if you do? No, if you do go to the Philippines, right? So. If we do go to So they wanted you to go to the Philippines so bad to go to school. Like, we'll give you a brand new car when you're done. Because it was cheaper, essentially, right? It was cheaper, yes. It's definitely cheaper. So it's cheaper. Okay. So they're like, it's it's a better deal. Listen. Now, did you actually take, did you take the bribe? Yes, I did. So I graduated college. Hey. As soon as I came back, I got a brand new car. (laughs) And then, so my siblings also followed me. There's three of them that actually went to college. There's only now, it's my youngest that's the last one. I'd be wow. negotiating. I'd be like, all right, new car. I want a down payment on a house, too. I How mean, much- that's, that's exactly. pretty amazing. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. Now, thank you for calling us. Of course. Of course. Have a great day. Let's uh, just take a, cel- cel- a second to celebrate the fact that tomorrow's Friday. We call it one more sleep on this show. Can we chant it? I feel like I need to chant this morning, Jess. Yes. Ready? One more sleep. 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 That freaks out. Yeah. That's the great news. Happy Thursday. Top three stories. Here we go. Now. 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 These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three <laughs> with Jess. Number three. Several Fells Point bar owners are selling Ukrainian alcohol to raise money for World Central Kitchen in its effort to feed Ukrainians and refugees. Max's Tap House reached out to all the bars in Fells Point asking them to come buy Ukrainian vodka and buy Ukrainian beer and 100% of the profits from bottle sales will go to World Central Kitchen. Chef Jose Andres' charity with partner restaurants around the world. Interval Fine Wines and Spirits, a Maryland-based alcohol distributor, offers Ukrainian beer, wine, and liquor. Uh, Luna Garden doesn't have a license to sell bottles, but will sell Ukrainian alcohol for consumption on-site and donate a, po- a portion of those profits to World Central Kitchen. So if you would like to donate directly, you can do so at WCK.org. I saw a story trending this morning, too, and I forget what city it was in, but basically a bunch of bar owners and patrons were taking their Russian vodka and just pouring it like down the drain pretty much. How do you feel about that? Do you feel like it, it makes a statement? Because I saw that and I was like, I don't know if that's really going to make I mean, much of a change. I guess, okay, now that I'm thinking through I guess it, not to like, not to use it for sales. You know what okay, I mean? That, that just, at first, because I'm like, this is the weirdest protest. But no, I guess I don't if, think if it's you're like saying. A, I think it's like, we're not selling this. We're going to pour it out. We're not going to. We don't want to make money. For, yeah, for sale or anything like okay, that. Okay, that makes sense. Number two. March is National Women's History Month and Wallet Hub has just come out with their list of the best and worst states for women. The site looked at all 50 states in D.C. across 26 key indicators of living standards for women, including women's preventative health care, job security, share of women-owned businesses, and more in Maryland has made this list. Maryland was ranked the seventh best state for women in the country. We have a score of 67.92 out of 100 and comes in 12th for women's economic and social well-being and eighth place for women's health care and safety. That's amazing. If you think about it. Seventh place in the entire country. That's super impressive. Go Maryland. Number one. 
A judge has granted Kim Kardashian's request to be legally single. Neither Kim or Kanye West were actually in attendance at court yesterday. Kim was on a video call from her closet for the hearing. <laughs> Kanye's lawyer did not object to restoring Kim's single status, but he did have three conditions, but the judge only granted one. The right to get reimbursement of money that's supposed to be divided up will be preserved in case either of them dies. Kanye was also spotted out at dinner with Khloe Kardashian's baby daddy Tristan Thompson in Miami the night before this hearing. And in other news, Kanye just dropped a video for his new single, Easy. And in the video, Kanye sends the game and Easy e after Pete Davidson. They kidnap him, bury him up to his neck. Roses are then planted surrounding Pete's head. And the video ends with a message. Everyone lived a happily ever after, except Pete. Just kidding. He's fine. So he just dropped that in the midst of, you know, the hearing with Kim Kardashian and all that kind of stuff. How does that make you feel? It's a bad move on Ye's part. So doesn't doesn't look good. Doesn't make him look good. And I mean, at the end of the day, too, I feel bad for Pete because, like, Pete hasn't done anything to him. Like, you know, <laughs> Pete Davidson doesn't have any part in the situation. He's Dude, just kind of getting thrown. Do you think he low-key likes it, though, honestly? Because you feel like, honestly, that would be... Remember when, who was it, Kathy Griffin, Griffith, Griffin, what is it, Um, she cut off, did a, a whole pictorial of her cutting off Donald Trump's head and everybody like freaked out about it. I, I put this in the same category of like you're going to like chase and, and bury a celebrity. Couldn't you like, couldn't Pete Davidson be like, dude, this is complete harassment and go crazy, but he's not saying a word about it. Yeah. Do you think he likes this? I don't. I don't know. That's why. I, like, think, like I think with the, the all, right no, all the conspiracy theories of like, is the, like, are is everyone involved? Is Pete part of this? Is he like, is he cool with all the recognition? Whatever. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. It's I, insane. There's I no way I, to know if this is real or not. To be honest, because do you think everyone it, has stuff coming out. All three of them have things coming out. I'm. I gotta think this is all made up, man. I, and I know it's a great story and it's like fun to watch, but there's no way that Pete Davidson sitting back. Letting a dude make a music video about him. And, like, just being like, this is fine. You know? I can't. Know. This is Jess, and that was your top three. Or maybe he's so used to it after everything with Ariana Grande. And well, that's what I mean. Did, Ari did just thank like, you next, and he just took it. That's true. You know what I mean? I don't know. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we burned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com.